we're off. So, Sarah, Hello. how's it going? <laughs> Don't be nervous. Well, um, this is my lovely client and friend, Sarah. Today, we're going to talk about you and your training and what fitness and the fitness industry means to you. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, tell me a little bit about yourself and tell me what you train for. Um, so, um, I am... 38 years old yeah. um, and I've been training at gyms um, for a few years now but really without focus and over the last you know, maybe approaching a year yeah. um, I've uh, found my focus and that is strong woman awesome so, yeah yeah um what got you into strong woman training um so it was partly I think I've always sort of enjoyed um strength training like yeah. resistance training um and then i discovered that um i had um something called primary ovarian failure which is also known as early menopause okay. um so it became even more important then that i do continue with that strength training yeah um obviously to reduce like the risk of like osteoporosis yeah. um you know cardiovascular disease all of the scary yeah. stuff yeah. that comes yeah. along with a diagnosis like that yeah. um but obviously that means that i need to find motivation and you know that discipline to continue training and what I'd found is that I hadn't really got a training focus um, at that point I hadn't met yourself right, okay, yeah. um, so I've been doing training and hadn't really kind of like I was just kind of mooching around doing bits and bobs not really progressing massively um, not being very disciplined and um, so obviously that's where you came along yeah, um, yeah. and I think you know we discussed kind of like what might be good for my style of training mm. um, I'm very much kind of a, uh, I'm not very academic in my training. I'm very right, much okay, just a yeah. heft and go. Yeah, let's um, just go. Just Yeah. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, I mean, you've got to pick a sport, I think. Pick a, tra like, pick a training regime that you can get on with and that you actually enjoy. Yeah. Like, I see people in gyms quite a lot and they're just training for the sake of training because they've seen a program that they should be doing and they just do it you yeah. know um without actually really thinking about whether they're enjoying it whether they're what they're going to get out of it i mean one of the questions i was going to ask you uh was what are your what's your feelings towards aesthetics because like you don't train for aesthetics but you have actually lost a considerable amount of weight over the course of your sort of strong strong yeah. woman training process you know yeah yeah so um i think part of it, i mean aesthetics um, I think it's very easy to kind of fall down the rabbit hole with training because you're um, wanting to drop body fat, um, you know, and obviously, you know, completely, uh, you know, get people wanting to kind of go for like body recomposition, yeah, you know, drop yeah. body fat, build some muscle, you know, but for me, um, my training was very much focused around health. So dropping the, the extra body fat that I had was yeah. definitely a, a healthy yeah. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it wasn't kind of the goal in terms of kind of I want to look a certain way. That's kind of come as a byproduct of um, having being more disciplined with my training. It seemed like I suppose counterproductive, really, if I wasn't being disciplined with my nutrition as well. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Um, so absolutely. once I kind of found the balance, and I think you know when you found me that first strong comp, yeah, um, there was a body weight category yes. that I needed to um, sit in into, yeah. um, and that did mean that I there was like kind of a necess like necessity for me to kind yeah, of yeah to get into that. Yeah. So that was um, 
But I mean, once since doing that, I mean, just to add in there, Sarah does strong comps as well. She doesn't just do the training. She actually, I mean, how many competitions now are we down? Is it three? Yeah, three, down? three fourth on fourth Sunday. Fourth on Sunday, yeah. right? So this is something, but I mean, like, obviously strong training doesn't, doesn't pay your mortgage, yeah? You do this because this is what you like doing, yeah? yeah? And for you, competing pushes you that extra little bit yeah. to, to do that. But yeah, going back to like the nutrition side of it, I think you're the sort of person that is going to go all in. Like you're going to compete. So to compete, you need to get down to that certain weight category where you know you're going to perform the best. And to do that, you had to get into that deficit and yeah. you had to get down to that weight. And what I've noticed since is that you've not then gone, oh, okay, I'm going to go back up to my original weight that I was before. Yeah. I'm now going to go and I'm going to sit healthily somewhere sort of like in the middle, yeah. right? which is where you actually perform yeah. at your best, you know? So that's awesome. That's awesome. I like having the wiggle room for extra cards. Yeah, just in case, just in case. But that's what life's all about as well. Yeah. Like I said, this isn't paying your mortgage. Yeah. So, you know, you should be allowed to go and eat some of the food that you like and, you know, go out. And like you were talking before, you said you're going to go to the cinema and have a tango ice blast yeah. and that. Yeah. It's like, that's allowed. You're allowed yeah, to do yeah. that yeah. stuff, you know? Um, so I'm going to go back to you when you said at the start of the podcast, and you said that you had a diagnosis of what do you say it was called again? So, um, because I'm under 40, um, yeah. it's classed as primary ovarian failure. So, um, yeah, so basically my ovaries have decided to just like quit out. Right. Um, but um, essentially, it's early menopause. Okay. So, yeah, so okay. and everything that that sort of comes with as well, symptoms, spies, and yeah, yeah yes. some things. <laughs> so, you were training before that? Yeah, I yeah. was, yeah. Okay. Uh, how has affected your training is it a lot more is it a lot harder now to train how, how does it because you're talking i'm coming in as a uh i know nothing about it okay yeah, yeah. so I, i'm never going to go through the menopause so it's not something that i've really had to worry about myself yeah, yeah, yeah. but being as i've got i would like to know more yeah. about it so tell me if you don't mind getting too personal about about things how it's changed your fitness journey yeah so i think um obviously getting the because i was like training and, and as i said I, like i didn't you know a lot of things kind of i suppose kind of coincided at the same sort of time um because previously i was kind of coming to the gym i was just doing whatever i felt like doing yeah a very very random training i think yeah. as a lot of people do you know you kind Absolutely, of want to tick yeah. that box yeah, 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 yeah. Into the gym yeah um but wasn't really sort of doing it with any particular goal or with any particular kind of reason or focus to yeah. it yeah um at that point i was thinking so you got the diagnosis and obviously started training with you which yeah. helped me to find like a goal have that focus but then yeah. with the diagnosis it kind of meant that there was a reason that I, I kind of have to train yes. um, because you know otherwise I am putting myself at greater risk of you know developing these kind of co-occurring conditions um, that come with that, that hormone depletion um, I did have um, I've, I've got a script for HRT yeah. so that was um, that's had an impact as well yeah, in yeah. terms of you know my energy levels okay. um it's you know it has helped having that replacement um and uh you know there's there's obviously this the symptoms which you get with it you know it, like in terms of like mood variants mm. um insomnia heart palpitations um yeah. you know obviously temperature fluctuations yeah. um you know there's 
random aches and pains and just there's just like you know brain fog stuff that's yeah, sort of quite well known um where you just get kind of like forgetful and um you know and it's, it's a lot you know like i think before the um before getting the diagnosis and then the, the script um it was it was really really difficult like there was points at which i was kind of thinking am i going to be able to kind of continue living by myself am i going to be able to continue in my career really um because the sort of the, the mental impacts of that and the physical impacts were, were quite severe. Of so. course. I mean, if you're thinking, imagine, so I think hormones are a big, are a big thing. People don't, you know, when you're walking around in your day-to-day life, you're not thinking about what your hormones are doing no. and how they're making you feel. Yeah. Yeah. But if you strip some of them away, do you know what I mean? If you strip, like, you know, your whole, yeah. like, strip your estrogen away, or do you know what I mean? You're going to be, you know, feeling probably not that great no no definitely not so that was you know obviously starting with the hrt patches um was you know that was a process in itself was you know waiting for that um like levels to kind of actually balance out a little bit um and you know and obviously kind of you know you still do have fluctuations you know it's not like a, a magic wand but the the difference was absolutely incredible and quite quickly as well so yeah. i was very glad to kind of be able to kind of have that um you know have that prescription to kind of support what i was doing awesome. um so that it did it has helped with like my energy levels and you know i think my focus the sleep is better as well which again yeah. that has yeah. that knocking effect to everything yeah. else that you do yeah. so um but yeah sort of finding into like you know the strong comp um link you know that that helps because then i've got something that i actually enjoy that you training. can train towards um, yeah because i bet it must be quite hard for people to go into a gym and not really have any motivation yeah you know yeah. to do anything like that oh my motivation i mean for some people motivation is aesthetic they just want to look better naked mm. which is great i would say that probably like most of the population yeah that walk into a gym they're like i just want to look better naked yeah yeah whereas you get other people that are training for performance like yourself yeah. you go into strong competitions and you're training you you're surrounding yourself as well with other people that are doing the same thing right which massively has yeah. a, an yeah. impact um so when you did start, was it a big decision to go on to HRT? Or was it just a kind of, I've got to do this to continue my life as normal as I can? Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit of, a, I mean, for me, it was like, it, it was an absolute no-brainer. I come yeah. from a pharmaceutical background yeah. anyway, so I'm very aware of the science, the pharmacology. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, all the sort of, all yeah. the bullshit that gets written yeah. about it and yeah, all that exactly yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know for me actually you know the, the age that i'm at um the symptoms i was experiencing you know there's something actually that makes me a lot more likely to live a lot longer yeah um and with a much better quality of life yeah um why not you know not? There, there was absolutely no reason for me not to pursue it yeah uh, obviously with any you know if you're if you're you you know any medication at all there's there's some you know some knock-on like so there there could be side effects whatever you know but that comes from if you take paracetamol yeah 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 there's um if you look at like contraindications yeah of any yeah any medication that you're going to take there's always going to be contraindications there's always going to be those knock-on effects isn't there so yeah and you know so the the benefits you know there's for me i've not really you know apart from kind of the initial kind of leveling out period okay um and you know the fact that i have like you know sticky bit on my hip pretty much 
all times yeah, you know, yeah. that's like you know that's the worst of it yeah you know? so uh, and you know the improvement in how i've been feeling the improvement in you know my ability to focus on my training yeah. um the health benefits that that then brings to me doing that training and being better at it yeah um yeah i'd be like yeah i'd just be like what are you doing if i hadn't like gone for that sprint? right okay so, yeah. yeah that's awesome um, it's good yeah. to know and thanks for being so open yeah. about this as well because i know <laughs> that like a lot of people may be oh, I don't want to talk about that. I don't yeah. want to talk. This is like my private sort of life. So thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing there's probably quite a few ladies of, how do I say this, a certain sort of yeah, age I mean, that are maybe yeah. thinking, oh, I'm not feeling myself. I don't feel like how I used to or going through yeah. the menopause. And I mean, again, I don't know an awful lot about the menopause. Mm. You know, I, I only know really what you've told me about, what I've researched when... I took you on as a yeah, client, yeah. but even then, I was like, I'm going to take the research and look things that I've looked up, and I'm going to listen to you yeah. and how you're feeling more than what it says. Yeah. Because all the stuff that I was getting back was everybody reacts differently, and everybody yeah, has different, true, yeah. you know? Like, if you were used to training before, and then all of a sudden, you know, your hormones go all out of whack and you have a, a huge hormone imbalance, your ability to train and your need to train and even in your day-to-day -day life, like you were saying, like the brain fog, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's gonna have a massive, massive impact. And for you, it's just about getting back to how you were before, yeah. yeah? But from what I can see, you're actually performing better and seem mm. happier now, Yeah. you know? Yeah. So, obviously, not neither of us really having that sort of, we've both got a medical background, but neither, we can't say, oh, go and get on HRT right now, guys. Do you <laughs> no, know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not really something no, go, that, yeah, yeah you, could, you can't really proper, say, like, yeah, you know, go exactly. Go through the proper diagnostic process. To, yeah, exactly, anything, exactly. You know, so yeah. that brings me on now to asking, if again, if you don't mind talking about it, like, talk, talk me through the process of going on HRT. Did you go through the NHS or did you go privately or...? Yeah, NHS. Yeah? So um, I had, like, I had sort of, like, some significant kind of, like, life events happened yeah. sort of um and um like including kind of the loss of my mum and yeah. and I think as as part of that I think some of the symptoms I put down to um just you know response stress oh, really yeah. um yeah. and you know and the, the symptoms that came with that so like you know loss of like loss of periods and things like that so yeah, that okay. was like something that um I just thought oh it's because I'm having these sort of like really difficult life events I'm just yeah. stressed out yeah. I'm like yeah. running around trying to look after my dad and going back and forth to West Wales yeah. to look after him um I just thought it was just because I wasn't taking care of myself so too busy taking care of somebody else yeah. and with all the stress that came with that um but then in the process of kind of going through like um paperwork um for my mum um I discovered some of her like medical history info oh really um, okay and at that point I became aware that they that my um, maternal grandmother and my mother had both had early onset menopause um so that was when i suddenly thought oh maybe the stress is just to additional this. to this yeah, rather than that yeah. so um and um yeah so i'd um got in touch with my gp and you know and just thought because i thought actually I had, you know, as part of that, not really taking my care of myself. I'd been aware that, like, my, you know, my period had stopped and yeah. I was getting these symptoms yeah. and things. I hadn't actually gone to the doctor to talk about it, and okay. um, so that was kind of my first thing. Is actually, yeah. if there is like a change that you're experiencing in like your cycle, in your symptoms, yeah. and stuff, 
go and get it checked out because you know obviously in my case it ended up with this diagnosis of primary ovarian failure yeah but you know there's also a lot of other conditions yeah. that can come about from a change so it's always worth just getting that kind of you know looked into um which is what i did so the gp um obviously took into account the family history um i then had to have some uh blood tests that were staggered so that they okay. could catch um my um an overall sort of hormone yeah, so balance like your of, FHS, yeah. uh, F fsh level yeah. that they do along with sort of other um hormone testing um that they will do on your blood um just to see um what that's sort of coming out yeah. at and um and for me my levels were really out of whack so okay. um because of my age then although the gp could indicate that that was kind of likely that that was my diagnosis they can't actually prescribe under 40 years old in primary care so okay i had to then yeah, get a referral yeah so it was then waiting for the um gynae consultant appointment and when i got that they then um completed another set of blood tests um, okay and then following that yeah. um that was confirmation so if diagnosis you'd have just and, been yeah. maybe four years older you wouldn't yeah. have had to have gone through it twice. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, it would have yeah, been a quicker, just a quicker process. Quicker process yeah. Yeah. So how long was the process? How long did it take on in all from that first GP sort of appointment um, to you actually walking out of the, with the pharmacy with the script? <laughs> yeah, um, it was less than a year. I'd probably okay. say it was probably about nine, ten months all okay. in all. So, so in those yeah. nine, ten months, you knew what was. You probably had a ninety percent. Yeah, we're sure you knew what was going on, and you knew you were going to be coming out, out with that script that you didn't have. Yeah, yeah, script, I was definitely, so. I was pretty much when I went and got my script from the pharmacy, I was pretty much sticking that on on my walk to yeah. the car from the pharmacy. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Just, <laughs> straight on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that, thank again, thanks for going through that. That was, um, you know, it must be quite hard for you to talk about that sometimes. Going back to how it affects you and strong training yeah and well no how you got into strong training and why strong training what is it about that style of training and about that sport that does it for you oh uh, so i think i i didn't really i i'd heard of like world's strongest man yeah, or yeah. you know you watch it on boxing day or whatever yeah, do you, know I what mean, I mean? you know i was I, I, that was kind of i had such a like a lack of knowledge about it at all and I think and initially when I was coming to the gym I think I sort of it had in my head I guess what I was doing more of was like I suppose powerlifting. I was yep. kind of focusing on those like you know deadlift bench and things like yep. that and it wasn't you know but I wasn't really enjoying it um it's you know it's quite boring just focusing on like sort of three movements yep. um and my style um was you know quite you know I don't know. Yeah, I suppose it was quite raw in like my style, yeah. I suppose, of lifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I had like, you know, I had sort of natural strength, I think, you know, for deadlifting particularly. You my, were like very strong. When you first come to me, I was like, and we, I think we'd, because we had a few sessions before yeah, we yeah. sort of come up with a plan of action. Because yeah. it all happened very sort of, I can't even put my finger on like what point we said we were going to do strong training. I think we did yeah. a few deadlift sessions or, yeah. a, a, and I was like, Fucking hell, you're strong. Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, you can utilize that. Yeah. Yeah, we can yeah. utilize that. And I, at the time, I had another client, um, Helen, big up to Helen, mm. who she, she had like a passive, like strong training. Yeah, yeah. And she was talking to me about it quite a lot. And, you know, and I just, I think I might have mentioned it to you. Yeah. And you were like, oh, I'd like, I'd like quite fancy that. Yeah. yeah. And not a year later. Yeah. Yeah. We're four competitions in. 
you've got your own kit in the gym you brought your own log <laughs> yeah. your own sandbag <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean because the yeah. sandbags weren't heavy enough for her yeah. right yeah. <laughs> yeah and you've just gone all in yeah and um you know i think that's absolutely great what about so like we went back we were talking about before like you don't really see a lot of uh it's not really in the media that mm. much sort of like strong training and like you know strong man training mm. which i'm going to include to now right yeah you don't really see anybody else apart from males mm. doing strong man training like the, the other the other sort of aspects of it aren't really covered as much yeah you, i can now that we're, i don't know whether it's because we're both in the space a little bit more because mm. i coach you and you are actually yeah competing in it but do you think there might be an opening for a lot of people with agendas to come in and go into strong training i think yeah i mean you know in terms of like women in the sport um it's definitely having a big um change in in the sport now yeah. so like for the first year this year the arnold's had the same platform for women they shared that main stage okay. um in the strong comp but the arnold's um it was televised um you know, they had they shared that which was amazing yeah, to watch yeah um and this year also there's they're televising um they've got specific giants live um strong women um competitions um so women coming into the sport is now you know we are seeing that emergence now yeah. which is amazing and they've got some just insane athletes that you know once you start discovering kind of women in strong women yeah. uh, strong man kind of yeah. you know in in that sort of sport um you've got you know my first comp was at chaos um yeah. gym in preston which is run by rihanna lovelace yeah. who's like just i don't know how she does it defies yeah. the laws of physics yeah, kind yeah, of you know yeah, yeah. like and um uh, but so supportive and that's been one of the things that i found through going into because i'm not really a competitive person mm. like I, I want to always do my best and yeah. i want to explore what my own physical potential is yeah. and that's you know that's a fascinating process for me you know sort of physiologically and things like that like you know the the physical changes that i've had from getting into the sport you know has has been interesting um you know getting like the bolder shoulders and everything else you know it's been like oh okay yeah. this is you know um yeah i've had to change my wardrobe quite a bit obviously you know no sleeves yeah um, but uh, but yeah so it's um yeah so that's kind of been interesting but like actually going into like a competitive environment that was something that i was really unsure about um okay. the, the com competitions themselves they look like fun in terms of the events yeah. you know when you're there sort of you know throwing around like atlas stones um you know you like got a log and you press in whatever overhead yeah. you know it's it's cool you know it, it's it's good fun you know yeah. to do um but i was really unsure about doing that in terms of competing against other people other yeah. women and um and how that would be in terms of like an atmosphere um because i don't you know and but actually i think pretty much everybody i've encountered has been the same you know they're not competing against each other they're competing against themselves competing against themselves yeah. and you know it's a singular sport like you, you only you know you're there you know it's not a team event yeah. really but um it's um it's amazing when you go into competition and you've got women that are in the same category as you that are screaming your name like yeah. you know like trying to get you to get that extra rep yeah. to you know get that lift um you know um and the the social aspect i mean my very first competition i went completely by myself 
um, mainly because I was like, if I make a twat out of myself, nobody will ever know. Um, yeah. One <laughs> I done, just no more. Away and just go no. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of yeah. it. So you know, so I went to that, but I noticed there was like a group of people there that um, had uh, they had old school gyms hoodies on, yeah. and that was a gym that I knew of that was sort of locally. Yeah. Um, so I just went up to them and said, "Oh, do you train there? You know, that's not too far away from my where I come from." And um, and and they were just really lovely. And they said, "Look, you know, if you if you buy yourself, come and like hang out with us." Yeah. So I spent that entire day with them. Um, one of them bless them like just took videos of like yeah. my my events and that was amazing now yeah. because otherwise i wouldn't have you that wouldn't record have any, yeah. of my first comp yeah, yeah. and which by um, the way where did you come again you come seventh at 14th right yeah so i think it was something like that yeah yeah i was pretty happy with that um, but yeah so i made this like group of friends from that and now i go to their gym and train with them yeah. we do like strong comp saturdays yeah. uh, where we do like events days and practice for competitions that we've got coming up um they're just an amazing group of people and um like you know i sort of joke with them that i was a bit like paddington bear that first competition <laughs> and they like you know they sort Talk of looked after yeah, yeah, me yeah. so yeah um so yeah so i've got you know i've got sort of new friends from it and we don't you know we've been like um like wild swimming uh you know to like different lakes and gone for swimming mm. adventures and you know we've sort of done different things as well yeah. so like the friendship hasn't just kind of focused around just the strong comps now these are people yeah. that actually have found like you know we share values and yeah. you know experiences yeah. and that's you know that's really kind of you know that's meant an awful lot so it has brought like that additional value to like you know my life yeah. having those yeah. strong comps Absolutely. And part of it. i think it's really important that because when you start like a fitness journey or a start a, an offshoot of a fitness journey and you're going to go try something new a lot of the time you can feel quite alone mm. and i think this is why having gyms like the one that we're in mm -hmm. and like specific gyms that train you know a, yeah. a, spe a sp specific sport they you know they, they, they bring in people that have got the same like the same things i've got yeah. the same thought process like you know and they're the people that you can get on with yeah so if you if you're thinking nobody likes doing the thing that i like doing yeah. i guarantee you they do mm. you're just in the wrong place yeah yeah you need yeah. to go surround yourself like here now like from like we're building uh quite a big sort of functional fitness community yeah area now and there's more and more people coming to it and it's absolutely brilliant yeah because Whereas before there'd be a few a few of us darting around, you know yeah. what I mean, not really talking to each other. Everything is very singular, like you said. Now everybody's coming in and, you know, training together and mm. it's awesome. It's great. I, it's been quite sweet actually, because I I'm sort of very aware I'm a bit of like an outlier, particularly at this gym, like training strong comp. Yeah. Um, and you know because there is more of um i suppose people that are training say like on the machines maybe with the bodybuilding focus yeah, yeah. you know um and then you have got like the area that i train in which is i suppose the more functional fitness yeah. kind of boot you're, camp you're in the dusty corner of the yeah. functional fitness but, area <laughs> so, i mean they've, they've yeah. definitely you know it's not like i sort of like they're kind of you know um they've definitely include me like yeah. i have some you know great banter with the guys that are doing yeah. like you know some crazy intense like cardio mixed with whatever you yeah. know sort of sessions you know all their wads and stuff yeah um but uh but yeah that you know i've sort of you know sort of joined in with that like group which is yeah. really yeah. nice it's um, good i think sort of training at the same time and things so, yeah um i mean I, I honed in on this pretty heavily when i did the podcast with lou about 
sense of community mm. in a gym. Like, yeah. I think it's really important. It's really important because for some people, this is what they've got. This is their only bit of time on their own mm. there they can train, yeah? And, you know, I don't know about yourself, but for me, like, as I've got older and I've got a family, I've lost contact with a lot of my older friends yeah. or, you know, like, you're just too busy or whatever, whatever. So people that are, you know, people just sort of lose contact with each mm. other. So the people that come into the gym, yeah, they're my friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, say hello to people. You feel yeah. like, yeah, you're right. You know, it's like bloody episode of Cheers. Everybody knows your name. Do you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it does so, feel like that. Yeah, yeah, you've got to be in like a good gym where like the community, it's very community driven. And, you know, obviously the one that, we're, that we train in and the one that we're in now is very, very community driven. Yeah, and, it is. It's really nice because, you know, I walk in, you know, because I, I, I generally will train like I'll get here for, I don't know, not long after six in the morning, yeah. you know, and... But it is really nice, you know, when you walk in, you know, people go in, hey, Sarah, or hi, Sarah, you're right, yeah, you know, yeah. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And just, you know, chatting or, you know, um, if, if you, you know, if, they, if people notice that you're going for like a particularly big lift or something They'll else. They'll stand you know, and watch and yeah, cheer you've got you people, on. Yeah, yeah, people do sort Absolutely. of like, you know, sort of get involved in it. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. You know, I found kind of like a little bit unnerving to begin with because yeah. i wasn't used to it yeah. I'd, I'd come from so training come more like of a, a very commercial gym very commercial yeah, gym yeah was friendly like i definitely had people that i chatted to there yeah. and, and to be fair actually i thought that gym did really well at you know being a welcoming place but yeah again it was it was a much bigger space and so people were kind of more dispersed from one another yeah. but here you, you know, you're training really close so yeah. yeah also with gyms like like a more the more commercial setting gym like the one that you used to train at and i used yeah. to train before i was in the navy i trained at that yeah, gym yeah. as well um people come and go a lot more mm, yeah. yeah whereas yeah. people always tend to come back around in yeah. this gym yeah people move yeah. away yeah. They always tend to come back yeah. when they pay a visit and stuff. They'll come back and do a class or they'll come back and do a workout. So it's yeah. very, you know, people tend to come back. Uh, so, yeah. Mm. I think I'm going to wrap it up. Okay, yeah. okay. Thank you very much for uh, joining me on this Tuesday morning. And thank you so much about being so open. Yeah, yeah that's cool. About... Yeah. Uh, about the reasons why you got into strong training. Yeah. Okay. Well, you found me the strong, like the strong comp stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I'm forever grateful for because, yeah, I absolutely love it. And um, probably won't be saying that when I'm pulling a truck on Sunday. No, I know. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, from that, because I've had, a, a, you know, a few clients that I've kind of guided towards a certain thing that yeah. I want, you know, not that I want them to do, but I think, you know, people have come in with a, this is this is what my goal. This is what I want my goal to be. I want to get down to a certain level. This is what's going on in my life right now, mm. you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And you know, you're looking at their goals and you're looking at the, what they want to achieve. And I'm like, you're going to find it really difficult getting mm. to that point without this particular motivation or yeah. without this um, thought process or without what you know. You're not going to achieve what you want to achieve as quickly or as easily. Mm. Let's try this. Let's try taking your mind away from that aesthetic or away mm. from that particular goal and let's stick it into something else. And to yeah. be honest with you, that's what I did with you. Mm. Yeah? yeah. I could see like you wanted somebody to coach you, mm -hmm. not because you needed, you didn't know how to use the machines mm. or because you didn't know, you know, you didn't know your way around the gym. I knew that you knew your way around the mm. gym. The issue was with you when we first started training was that, you didn't have a direction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
So for me, it was just about, right, okay, she's really strong. She <laughs> liked lobbing stuff about, <laughs> let's try this. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are a year later. Yeah. Fourth competition going in now. Yeah. And probably loads more to come. And yeah. on the way to 200. Yes. So, yeah. There we go. <laughs> awesome. Right. Thanks for, uh, thanks for doing this. And I'll You're see welcome. you guys next week. <laughs>